Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 379 for December 11th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. It's me again. And that's, and that's it. Connor is, is sick. Uh, he, he often gets sick at this time of year because uh, one of his lungs is bad, as mentioned previously in a, a lot of other podcasts. So uh, we hope that he recovers well. But where can we find you, Aroa? Well, you can, of course, go to aroa.website. Uh, one of those links that uh, Connor would like to draw your attention to is uh, Clinton's Core Classics and Actual Play something podcast something. I don't know. It's, it's like tabletop games. Pathfinder First Edition. Yeah, actual Table, play, actual play whatever podcast. that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, it mean because they come out with with different editions. So like they just came out with with Pathfinder two. Well, just came out, but they they came out with Pathfinder two point and we're playing yeah. we're playing one No, they, what what is actual play? Oh, it's it's not scripted. I think is is what oh, that means. Oh, that's a thing. I I believe. Well, yeah, because like if you look at Critical Role or something, that's totally scripted. At least what? part of it is at least part of it is scripted. What? Yeah. Are you saying those wacky things that happen with them somebody planned aspects of that? Yes. Yes, I am. I am 100% saying that. I'm now I'm not saying that it's all 100 100% scripted, but I would say that it, it it would make sense for a game of that style with those people for it to have uh, a, a a plot or a narrative that they want to put into the game, so it's not one hundred percent actual play. That seems that seems I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think they're all just just uh the best improv artists ever. That that's very uh, possible. That that also is very possible. I of course am your host Nathan Reed. Spruth. You can find me at Reed and everywhere. The main ones I want to point to are Twitter, at Reeton, and Twitch. I'm on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Uh, and if you're, you know, we, we also got this podcast everywhere. So, you know, we're on Spotify and, and, and Amazon and all that jazz. Anywho, what games have you played this week? Uh, so, main thing, uh, main thing has been WoW unfortunately i'm sorry uh i've i've been i've been grinding away to get up to the new max level i achieved that just yesterday is that it's some what is that 100 it is 70 70 uh, oh wow okay they, in sh in the last uh expansion shadowlands they squished everything down by half so 60 was the max level again uh, I thought that they were just going to make that the new standard, that they were just going to squish every expansion, but apparently that is not the case, because now, as I said, the max is 70. Um, it, it only took me only took me a week to do that, which, considering I only play it for like 
maybe a couple hours every night. Uh, I think that's a pretty, pretty good length of time. And you don't work, you don't work from home anymore, do you? Uh, not on the daily. No, No. on the weekends I do, but, uh, uh, things aren't, uh, things aren't quite as, uh, easy around the office as of late. So. Oh, you want to you want to give us some office office drama on the Reet and Entertainment podcast? Oh, it's not drama. It's just that that things are a little more busy because everyone's. Uh, you you probably know how it is, where it's it's the end of the year. Uh, everyone's going on vacation, or yeah, they're they're going to you, you know their holidays, so there are change freezes that come in. So everyone's trying to cram all their changes in right before the end of the season. Oh, uh, see, my so. my. My boss is really good about our PTO, where throughout the year he's like, "Take time off because I don't want you all taking time off in November and December." Well, yeah, yeah, and that uh, the place I work is is pretty good with that too. But I mean, it's just whenever you have this many people, like at some point or another, and it's it's all the other departments too, and like with the nature of my work, if if any one department makes a change, then it affects my job. Oh, I so. see. Yeah, we are we are moving offices, so we are moving from one city to another, one town to another town. Not really cities, but one town to another town, and uh, that's really sucking because we're we're trying to get all that done where we're moving all of our stuff, and then we're also the last three months we've closed down three. Well, we didn't close down, but we we upgraded three different clinics. So we have all of the computers from all three of those clinics back, and the new computers are put into those clinics. And now, like yesterday, my coworker and I had to go in and uh, take out like 200 hard drives from all the computers. Because, yeah, that was fun, Taking, taking apart 200 computers just to pop out the hard drives. Uh, but you got o- I got overtime for it, so that's pretty good. Anyway, yeah. uh, did you anyway. play anything other than WoW? Yeah, I, I uh, wanted to mention, because I don't think we're really going to talk about it, uh, Vampire Survivors, uh, part of the thing with the Game Awards, one, one of the things they announced was that Vampire Survivors was coming to mobile, which was already going to be a thing. Everyone yeah. knew it. Yeah. I think they might have even announced it at some point, but a surprise, it's out. Uh, and it's free, which I did not expect. I actually, the uh, funny thing on the on the Apple App Store on iOS, uh, if you search Vampire Survivors, uh, the top result, at least when I looked for it that night, was not the actual game. What was um, it? It was some ripoff. There, there are like a thousand ripoffs of Vampire Survivors on mobile because, like, obviously... Oh you yeah, know, yeah. It's it's a re- it's a relatively simple game to put together in in Unity, and then just kind of vomit onto the App Store with some in-app purchases. Uh, there are no in-app purchases, surprisingly enough, either. It is it is a totally free game. Uh, you can watch an ad to revive when you die, and I I think that's it. There might be. Yeah, I see. Might I'm be looking... another. I'm looking at the game on Android. First off, on on the Play Store, if you search for Vampire Survivors, it's the first result. Um, 
It has a 4.7 stars with 7K reviews, over 100,000 downloads already, and it looks like it says it uh, contains ads. Uh, it says no yeah. data shared with third parties, um, but it might take your location, personal info, and to others. Data is encrypted, and you can request that the data be deleted. Yeah, the the bit about asking for your location was a little weird to me. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been prompted for that, so I'm assuming that is part of Unity's ad network uh, because the game does run on Unity on mobile. It is not, thank fucking piss, it is not like a React Native uh, port or something. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it is it is running in Unity, which means hopefully that that will be making its way to PC soon. Uh, it runs relatively well. Uh, I haven't noticed any performance issues. Uh, I am not going to say that it is the best way to play the game uh, by is, a long shot. But it is a way to play the game. It is a way to play the game. The main thing that it needs is a suspend function. Um, obviously with the way that it works on PC, you're meant to play in like 30 minute sessions. Uh, and like, you can just alt tab or something if you need to stop for whatever reason, uh, on the mobile app, if you switch to another app, there is sort of a, just kind of the risk that you take that whenever you go back to the game, it'll just restart and you yeah there there is functionality in ios to make that not happen so i'm hoping that the developers will do that so whenever you close out the game and go back it uh but don't it you, restores where you are don't you play the game on the steam deck as well yeah okay and i assume the data doesn't carry over between the it between steam there and is the okay no, there is there is no cloud save. Uh, I believe that is something that they're going to work on because they actually just refactored the way that save data works a few versions ago. So awesome. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do something like that. But yeah, otherwise, it is a, it is a good port. Uh, where it, like the game otherwise plays exactly the same as it does on PC. I greatly appreciate that you can play it in portrait mode so that you can hold the phone in one hand and look like you're doing something important when you're just playing a game. Uh, I just wish that I could close it and it would save where I'm at. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about me playing game the games that I played this week, which were uh, only two games. I played Monday through Thursday. I played Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is a good game. There's way more dialogue. I, I mentioned this last week. There's way more dialogue than I thought there would be, and a lot less uh, like just going in and doing random missions, which I thought it would... Because XCOM has some story, uh, but it's not as in-depth as the Marvel Midnight Suns, which makes sense because, you know, it's a Marvel game. They, they want to put that, that narrative in there, but I figured it would just be like, okay, choose a mission little bit of story choose a mission but there's a lot of random stories that are thrown in there and uh it's it's pretty good except i still think it's weird that you create a mary sue character and like everything like it's it's not even hidden where 
Like you go and talk to one of the characters and they're like, you know, you're really great, Mary. Like you're you're a fantastic person, which is like exactly what they did with the Mary Sue character in that Star Trek fan fiction years upon years ago. Uh did you ever did you ever read that? No. I never read it, but I I I, I know what I happens. Know what you're referring to. Yeah, it was like they Well, cuz that's like that's where Mary Sue came from, right? That is. Yeah, oh. so somebody created a character that in for like a Star Trek fan fiction that was like an ensign or something, but like in their fan fiction, this character, every like main character, Picard, Worf, all of them loved Mary Sue. And so at the end, I believe, I'm not spoiling anything, or I am spoiling something, but I don't care. Uh, nothing important. Nothing important. At the end, Mary Sue dies, and they have like a big eulogy with, with that character. And that's where the whole Mary Sue thing com- comes from. It's just like a stand-in for somebody being like, oh my god, all the main characters love me. And that is exactly what this character in Marvel Midnight Suns is. It's really like that part is really bad but the the rest of the stuff the gameplay and most of the story is pretty good anyway you know uh you know another game that did that was uh sonic forces so how does sonic do that uh so did do you know anything of sonic forces oh so i'm 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 sorry i thought you were talking about sonic frontiers no uh, no no sonic forces where you get to make your custom character yeah you're gonna make your own deviant art uh character for sonic mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then the they just are kind of thrown into the game and like sonic's your best friend now and you guys get to go on adventures together and shit and it's it's really goofy but like it works there right because yeah like it, it's sonic so like who fucking cares but yeah, yeah. that it's that, that wouldn't be something that i would want out of a marvel game i don't think yeah it's the same thing with the marvel game where uh like you you are this character and i i looked it up and i do not think that this character has ever existed before they um, they did not i actually i okay. i checked on that uh after you mentioned it in the last podcast and no that was they in some dev interviews they were like we're really excited because we get to make our own character so it's like yeah that's yeah. that's probably why it's a self-insert character because they were like we could just do whatever we want oh yeah and and so it's the same thing but instead of with you know hanging out with Sonic or or John Luke Picard you're hanging out with with Iron Man and and oh I'm gonna Spider-Man. suck Spider-Man's dick oh I'm gonna yeah. suck Spider-Man's dick oh. exactly exactly so uh <laughs> I also then on Friday uh Connor even though he was sick. He still had some time that we could play some uh, Halo Infinite campaign, and that's okay. Like the you know it's it's Halo. The shooting's good, and the the killing grunts, popping them in the head is pretty good. It's weird that it's it's open world. I I it I think I like it, but you know when you see those little markers come up on your map and you're like okay i could just either go do the main story mission or i can go and click on this marker that i found uh it it's a little disc i get taken out of it because i'm used to the old halos which are just like you know missions one through ten or whatever uh but i'll probably play it some more with with connor because i do not want to beat that game uh in single player and i want to do it co-op 
Like it's meant to be done. That's yeah. why they, they waited two years to <laughs> release it in co-op. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. First thing, uh, to, just to get it out of the way, uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Game Awards, but first we're going to talk about uh, Days Gone, which is, of course, a game that's very near and dear to my heart because I was in the credits. And one of the creative, the, the creative director of the game had uh, some choice words to say about why it received such poor reviews. And by the way, it didn't even get that bad of reviews. It no, received it, it didn't. It received a score of 71 on Metacritic and 72 on OpenCritic, which is good. Like that's that's objectively like, oh, it's a good game. It's all right. Like it's not the the best game. It's not like a you know what you're gonna get out of Last of Us or something. But a 71 is still a pretty good game. Um, but John Garvin said that uh, woke reviewers couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at his date's butt. <laughs> and and there's this, it's because, it, so it says, it says here, um, he actually, he actually listed it. And I don't think he delete, no, he did delete the tweet. But, mm -hmm. of course, it's the internet. It lives on forever. Uh, and he said the three reasons why he thinks it didn't do well, it says it had tech issues like bugs, streaming, and frame rate, which it did, uh, especially on the, the PlayStation 4 base model. Now, those have been patched out, and it runs great now, but when it released, it wasn't in a, in a great state. Um, two, it had reviewers who couldn't be bothered to actually play the game, which I will admit. I will agree that there are a lot of like kind of hacky reviewers who will play the game for like, you know, three or four hours and then write a full review based on that instead of playing the game for longer and, and getting more of the narrative and upgrading your skills and stuff. So it might start, a game might start off slow, like let's say final fantasy 13 and get better partway through. Uh, but you know, the Final Fantasy 13 doesn't get good until you're like 25 hours in. Whereas Days Gone is only like a 25 hour game. Um, and then, and then the, the third point was it had woke reviewers who couldn't handle a gruff biker, white, a gruff white biker looking at his date's ass. So apparently <laughs> that's why, that's why it did poorly. Um, I, I don't think that's it. I don't think anybody really cared about that. I think it was mainly the bugs. And I yeah. did, if you look at the, I've looked at the, the comment section uh, down below and a lot of, a lot of the uh, comments are like, oh, it was a shitty game and no, it was poor gameplay. And I'm like, it was, the gameplay's good. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little biased. Have you played it at all? I have not. I I just know that whenever it released, yeah, the I don't remember anybody really complaining about the story other than it just being kind of eh. Yeah. But like I don't remember anybody being like, oh, it's very misogynistic and uh, generic main character. It was most of the focus was on the fact that the game just didn't run all that well and it wasn't anything all that spectacular. Yeah, and that, I, like the the only real standout feature was there are definitely a lot of freakers. Yes, yes, 
freakers on the screen at once. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It was, to be fair, the amount of character models that they got to go on to the PlayStation 4 was phenomenal. Just to have them, and the way that they would like crawl over fences and like under fences uh, was really, really cool. Uh, but, you know, of course, Sony, uh, Ben Studio came out and said, we are aware of comments made by our previous creative director on Days Gone recording, uh, regarding his personal view on critical receptions of our intellectual property. Ben Studio does not share this sentiment, nor does it reflect the views of our team. Uh, our studio is immensely proud of the work we accomplished on Days Gone and are thankful to every developer who poured their heart and soul into it. We are incredibly humbled by the support of our Days Gone community, and we will continue to share your enthusiasm in our world and characters as we look towards the future. So I'm going to, this isn't part of the NDA. Um, and it's not, it's a little, a little bit of insider information. I worked, of course I worked there for a year and I worked with a, a couple of the lighting guys who I will not name. And, uh, one of the lighting guys I got to be good friends with. And we went to lunch because we'd go to lunch like every Friday. And uh, he, he, he would be like, John doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, like, he's like, I'll light a scene. Like, I'll color a scene and I'll make it look great. My manager will say that it's awesome. And then it'll go to John and John will be like, oh, I want you to color it like this. And my friend would be like, no, like it, that doesn't fit with this scene. And John would be like, I don't care. They do it the way I want it to be done. And so uh, they, I don't know. I like, I like both. I like John and my, you know, my friend there, but I think that maybe John might've been a little bit over his head being the creative director on this particular game. Cause remember the other games he had been, that Ben studio had worked on were like the siphon filter games and that Uncharted PSP game. This was like the first new IP that they had worked on in like 20 years. Uh, so I I don't know. He might have been a little bit in, in over his head for the way that they were going to be doing the lighting and everything. I don't even think they had a siphon filter. They had PS2 dev kits there. Uh, and But they didn't release a siphon, or I'm sorry, a PS3 dev kits there. But they never released a PS3 game. Hmm. It was like there was no PS3 siphon filter. They went from like making siphon filter for the PS2 and PSP uh, to making the Uncharted game on the on the PS Vita. Vita, and then and then they went straight into Days Gone, which uh, NDA, but I don't care. Whatever. It's been it's been six years. Uh, they were originally yeah, going to make expired by now. Uh, no, I don't. They never expire. By the way, that's not true. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't think I'm going to get sued for it, but they were originally supposed to design or they were originally designing it for the Vita days gone was originally going to be on the Vita and they, they had actually a working prototype of the freaker system on the Vita. It was only running at like 20 frames a second, but it was still pretty impressive. Anyway, it's okay. There were plenty of games on the Vita that only ran at 20 FPS. I know. I Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64. Like, yeah. if you're looking at the ground, runs at like 20 frames a second. If you're playing it, just playing it normally, it 
averages to about 15 frames a second. And if you're playing it with four people in split screen mode, it runs at like eight frames a second. And we still manage to have fun with that. I don't know how. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the game awards. Uh, there are a lot. Of, they gave a lot of awards out, but we've got to uh, just just go through this. Uh, that way, people don't have to sit through like what was it? Three hours or is it two hours? Uh it was way too long. I tell you that. And way too long. Like honestly, I don't think anyone even gave a shit. Probably uh, not. about like there were maybe a handful of awards that anyone actually cared about. Including the Game Awards, by the way, because like there are a number of these where it was just like they were in between announcements and we're like, and the uh, best content creator is Ludwig and uh, best uh, uh, community support. It's Final Fantasy. Uh, whatever. No, best action game. Yeah, uh, but we're, we're yeah. going to be we're going to be talking about that. So Players Voice Award. I don't know what that is. I assume it's people rating at them like people like phoning in yeah that, and... that's the popular vote yeah popular vote was it, it was for between sonic frontiers genshin impact elden ring god of war ragnarok and stray and the winner was genshin impact which I mean, i'm not surprised yeah well okay before we move on i just want to rant a little bit i don't like it that they don't do the game awards after the end of the year yeah like, because there's still, like, a bunch of games that are going to release this month. Like, High on Life releases, like, next week. Well, I, I do think, usually with that sort of thing, though, they will they will include games that came out in the last, like, month. Yeah. As, as potential. For, like, candidates. next year. For, yeah. I still, I think that they should do, like, maybe at the beginning of January, like, January 5th, do the 2022 Game Awards. But that's just... Yeah, just a nitpick. Uh, Best esports event went to 2022 League of Legends Worlds. I'm not naming sure. them all. I'm not naming them all. I don't care. Sure. I like, don't. I, I've never even heard of any of these. Yeah. And, Besides well, I, Evo. I, I know what Evo is. Yeah. We all. We yeah, have, everyone knows what Evo is. Evo is the uh, fighting game tournament. Yeah. We've got Best Esports Coach went to Matthias. B Z K A, Terrace <laughs> Connie. That guy's that one guy's name is Dongbin. <laughs> Go Dongbin, uh, did not win unfortunately. <laughs> um. Okay, and then we've got best esports team. Uh, what's between Dark Zero Esports, Phase Clan, Gen Clan. G. L.A. Thieves and Loud, and the winner was Loud. I uh, only recognize FaZe Clan and Loud. I only recognize FaZe Clan, and I don't know why. I've, I've heard their name before, and that's it. Uh, best Esports Athlete. I recognize none of these. Can we just call them, like, like I, I, know, <laughs> I know they want to treat it like a real sport, but can we call him a gamer or something like not an athlete no they're athletes because they train we've got jacob yay white ticker white taker uh, probably 
It's it's not it's not how it's spelled. I know. Um, I'm but, not I'm not I'm not shitting on you. I'm just saying it's probably pronounced Whitaker. It probably is. And he was the best esports athlete. Uh, best esports game went to Valorant. I guess. Sure. Yeah. I've never played it. I played. I mean, I played all of these except for Valorant. And I guess Valorant's good. So good for them. Best sports slash racing game. Uh, we have that the choices are F1 2022, FIFA 23, NBA 20, I'm sorry, 2K23, uh, Gran Turismo 7, and Ollie Ollie World. Interesting um, inclusion. What is Ollie Ollie World? It's like a skateboarding thing, but it's like a very arcadey skateboarding game. That's that's what I thought by the name being, you know, Ollie, but I, I think it's I think Sega publishes it. Oh, okay. Well, the with the winner of this category was Gran Turismo Seven. Again, we're just we're just flying through All right. this. Um, best best sim slash strategy game. Uh, we've got Dune, Spice Wars, more Mario plus Rabbid, Sparks of Hope, Total War, Warhammer Three, Two Point Campus, and Victoria Three. Uh, this went to Mario plus Rabbid, Sparks of Hope. So it went to XCOM. It went. It went to XCOM, and I'm trying to think. I, I the only other one that I would think that would win, if it wasn't Mario and Rabbids, would probably be Two Point Campus. Uh, really? I I mean, just for how popular it is compared to oh, the okay, other ones. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. You're Dune, saying in regard to like how this actually works, because as we know, uh the game awards are not based on actual quality they're based it's a popularity contest it is it is and and mario and rabbits makes sense that it would win in the game awards because it's the most accessible strategy game and i'm sure it did very well uh i know that that our good friend of the podcast air fox was was playing it and it looked it looked fine you know it looks like xcom so i i think that i've heard a number that of good sense. things about it yeah. yeah, and Dune Spice Wars sucks. It is awful. But that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Best family game. The choices were Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. And the winner was Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which you played that. I did actually. Do you, do you agree that it was the best family game released this year? Uh, um, it's hard for me to say. Yeah. You're, uh -oh. you're 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 uh oh you're choppy. You're getting on you're getting staticky. Hold on. Hold on. I know what it is. Is it the cat? Did the cat hit something? No. No, it's uh, my Android emulator. There, that it it should be fine now. Your Android um, emulator messes with your audio. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, uh, anyways, Kirby and the it's hard, Kirby it's hard, and the Forgotten Land. It's hard for me to to say compared to like Lego Skywalker shorter. Um, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like Lego Star Wars is a better quote unquote family game. But 
it's also what like the the third time they've released this those same games just on a different platform right yeah yeah i i would think yeah i would i would probably agree that kirby and the forgotten land would probably win this if not then it would be lego star wars but i i mean they they just keep pumping that out it just it just came on game pass i can actually play it now anyway uh best adaptation is this like for a a movie Movie, movie okay, or, or TV show. Or TV show. So we've got Arcane, League of Legends, which I have not watched. Cyberpunk, Edge Runners. Uh, I haven't watched any of these. The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, and Uncharted. The winner being Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I'm sorry that they did not pick Sonic the Hedgehog. I honestly, I'm okay with that because I, I don't think that Sonic the Hedgehog Two is a great quote unquote adaptation. What? Um. Oh, oh, that's uh, the that's the the actual live action movie. Correct. Okay. So I I don't I don't think that it's I I think it is a wonderful, uh, like, tie in to the rest of the 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 franchise. I I guess, like, I don't know. It, adaptation to me that implies the idea that it is somehow a redo or or adapting the plot of the normal thing into another format. And that's not what Sonic, the, the Sonic movies are. No. They're just kind of, they're like tangentially connected to the games via the characters and some concepts therein. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't really see Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or even like Uncharted. Well, maybe more Uncharted, but actually being like, it, it, yeah, but didn't that movie quote, suck? Uh, I saw it, and it was okay, I guess. It was a fine action movie. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's Which I guess is the other it. thing, too. Like, Sonic 2, if you're not a Sonic fan, can't <laughs> say it would probably be more than, like, a 6 out of 10. Probably not. Uh, well, let's move on. We're going to talk about most anticipated game, uh, which we've got the... The the contestants in this are Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, which I think that game's already released before a few times. I might be wrong. <laughs> uh, Starfield and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or is it Tears? I, I assume it's Tears. Tears. Okay. It is Tears. Okay. The only thing I, I could think of is if there was like a tear in like space time. Tears of the Kingdom. There anyway. is. Oh, okay. So it could be either way. Anyway, it's not though. I know. And the winner was Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Which, yeah, yeah. It's the if it's the that's the sequel to that's the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, I could totally get that. That's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be great. Uh, I do want to take this moment to say that Final Fantasy 16 looks awful. We're gonna talk about you think the, so. We're gonna talk about the trailers that we want to talk was about. Was there gameplay in that trailer? Yeah. Yeah, oh. there was. And it looks I didn't think there was. It's it's Devil May Final Fantasy. And Bro, I, I might I might play that. <laughs> See, and I think it looks terrible. I I it, absolutely awful. The the graphics of course are beautiful. It's a Square Enix, you know, triple A game. It's going to look great, but oh, it the gameplay does not look fun. Uh and of course, I'm I think out of all of these games, I'm probably most excited for Starfield. But I could see that Breath of the Wild 2 
being you know the the I winner have, in this category. I have almost zero confidence in Starfield being a good game. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> whereas Tears of the Kingdom will probably be uh, game of the year. So probably, uh, best fighting game. The contestants are DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures All Star Battle R, The King of Fighters, fifteen, Multiverses, and Sifu. And the winner was Multiverses, which I've seen Sifu, and I think Sifu should have won this category. No. Okay. Have Sifu's you played? Not, Sifu's barely a fighting game. It's more of, or like. I don't know. Whenever, whenever I think of a fighting game, it's something where there's you, multiplayer. Yeah, that know? makes sense. Instead of just a, like a a one on one, like or a fighting like a single player fighting game. Yeah, and it's like I would put it as more of like a brawler or something, or like a, just a generic action game. Not to say Sifu is generic in any way, but like yeah, I wouldn't have put it in fighting. It seems like they just ran out of of things to put in this category. Yeah. Uh, the next section pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off so much. Um, the best RPG section. This this shows you the popularity contest part of it. We've yeah. got Elden Ring. Is it Live Alive or Live a Live? I never I think it's know. Live Alive. Live Alive. Uh, Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. And the winner is. Elden Ring for best RPG. It's an action RPG. I I guess it's a it's a Souls game. It's it, that's all it is. It's Souls I, games are action RPGs. I hate Souls games. I hate them so much. Like I I Sounds played like a skill issue to me. I played through. I actually beat one and two with some help. I will admit I got help from friends, but I beat one and two, and I was playing through three with a friend. And I was just like, I just came to the realization while we were playing. And I was like, I hate these games. <laughs> like, I just, I'd never have fun playing these games. Like, I don't, like, other people can have fun with it, but I still don't think that it should be best RPG section over Pokemon. Come on. Or, uh, maybe or Xenobl- over. Our- yeah, I was going to say, maybe over, over Pokemon Legends Arceus, but. Yeah. Uh- or, like, or no, it, Xenoblade Chronicles three and Triangle Strategy. Those are much better. R, like RPG Live Alive games. is like one of the most legendary RPGs of all time. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh, best action adventure game. Uh, we've got the Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. And the winner of that should have been Stray, but it was God of War Ragnarok. Why was Tunic even? in here <laughs> it's a popularity contest it was a very popular game for a week and a half yeah, so was stray i guess yeah yeah uh but i yeah god of war ragnarok i can i can see that i have not played that game yet but i've played the first god of war redo that they've done for the ps4 and that was that was really good so if ragnarok's half as good as that one i can see it be better being better than tunic because tunic was awful Anyway, um, best action game. Oh, you're going to like this. We've got Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and TMNT Shredder's Revenge. And the winner was Bayonetta 3. 
which you like Bayonetta. Did you play Bayonetta 3? I did not. Uh, Are you planning no, on it? I, no, not really. Why not? Why Why aren't you planning on playing through that game? I know you love 1 and 2. Because it's on Switch. Is that it? Pretty much. Like, I just... I like, don't... I don't I don't like the Switch's controller, like especially not for a game like that. And I just I don't I don't want to have to do that. Uh also for some reason the award was accepted by uh wasn't it accepted by the CEO of Nintendo of America? I have no idea. I think it was it, accepted by Doug Bowser, which I, lo- I, I love thought that was his, really weird. I love that his last name is Bowser. And he's the oh, yeah, CEO they made, of Nintendo. Yeah, they made a joke about it whenever he uh, got brought on, which he looks like shit now. Oh, like it's no fun. Like it, like you you compare Reggie whenever he started to whenever he quit being CEO, and and it's like like I thought there it, it was a sign of like how stressful that job is. But compare Doug Bowser to whenever he started to now, and it looks like he's aged fifty years. It's like it's like when you look at like the presidents, right? Like yeah, and and after eight years of being president, you can see that they've aged like eight years. Yeah, um, but like like Obama, like it hasn't. It's been like ten years or so. Yeah, well, not not even ten years, but like he looks like a ragged old man now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about content creator of the year. There's a uh, Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, Nibelian, Nobrew, and QT Cinderella. Uh, I have been not given my due time. I am not even a contestant here, which is just, just <laughs> rude. Uh, and the winner was Ludwig. I have no idea who these people are. So a uh, funny thing here is that Ludwig and Cutie are actually dating. Oh, uh, good, good for they've them. They've been dating for quite some time. Um, both of them are pretty funny. I love Ludwig, actually. Okay. The other three, I don't know who the fuck they are. I just looked up Carl Jacobs because I thought he was a YouTuber that I liked. He is not. No, no, He's you're thinking fucking... you're thinking Carl Jobst. Probably. He's the uh, the speedrun guy. He's... Yeah. Yeah, yep, you're thinking Carl it, Jobs, because we yeah, watch no, the Carl... same things on YouTube. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> Carl Carl Jacobs is a Minecraft YouTuber who like did some shit with Dream, and it's like I looked at his channel and I immediately gagged. So interesting. We're gonna go on best VR slash AR experience or game after the fall. Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book Two, and Red Matter Two. And the winner was Moss Book 2. I have Why? no idea. What is Moss Book? I know it's an AR slash VR game, but what? Do you remember Moss at no. all? No, not even a little bit. So Moss, Moss it was one of those VR games that, in my personal opinion, I don't understand why it's a VR game, where it is more or less a 3D-ish, it more almost like a, a side-scrolling a uh, two and a half D platformer, okay, uh, puzzle platformer. But since it's in VR, like you're you're the camera, but like the thing you're controlling is is in 
it is outside of you. So I just like, why is this in VR? I don't get it. It didn't. It didn't seem to do anything. At least from the trailers and stuff that I saw, it didn't seem to do anything with the fact that it was VR. It's just, it's VR. Look, you can like look around. You can look really close at the cute little mouse character. Interesting. Like, I, I would don't think, get it. I would think because I've seen Bone Lab. Bone Lab looks amazing. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I would think Bone Lab would probably be the number one. But I, 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 guess... I bet, I bet the reason for this is because Moss was basically like VR stray. Oh, you know that would make sense. Where like overall, it's not that great of a like it's not that special of a game, but it has a cute cat as the main character, and like mm. Moss is the same thing. It just has a cute little mouse thing as a char- as its main character. That could be it. But we're gonna move on and uh, best debut indie game. Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. I it, the winner here was Stray. Yeah, go fuck yourself, game. I, I I think Vampire Survivors should have won that. Yeah, Vampire Survivors absolutely hands down should have won. Yeah, uh, like like Stray. Don't get me wrong, Stray looks fun. Uh, I'll probably play it someday. Like you get to trip humans, it's great. Uh, like you can you can walk in front of or or not humans, but you can walk in front of robots say, and have no them humans fall. in that game. Yeah, you walk in front of the robots and have them fall over. It's hilarious. Uh, you'll go on like ledges and there'll be cups and stuff, and you can knock them off. It's it's adorable. Uh, but uh, Vampire Survivors came out of nowhere and became a massive success, like selling millions of copies. Uh, I think that Vampire Survivors should have won that. Anyway, best community support. Uh, we've got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I, I like... So the winner was Final Fantasy 14. And I will admit that their, their community support is really good. I th- yeah, I would say I agree with this. I was going to say maybe, maybe No Man's Sky, but... Yeah, I think Final Fantasy fourteen probably comes out on top because, you know, they've they've come out this year was a huge year for them and to the point where they were their servers were like overloaded and they were having to like, you know, queue people up to get logged in and stuff. Um and they they came out and their their community support was really, really good for addressing like why they couldn't just flip a switch and up that you know make that queue time go down and i think that that their transparency with what's happening behind the scenes uh helped them out a lot what are what are your thoughts on it i would tend to agree overall like i i would say that like in the case of destiny 2 and fortnite they are it, it it seems obvious that like at the end of the day they're more focused on making money off of their community than anything else. Yeah. Uh, particularly Fortnite, obviously. Um, and No Man's Sky at this point, like, it, it's it's almost like do you what do you just give the award to whoever releases the most updates to their game this year? Like, it it wasn't like No Man's Sky was taking community feedback and changing the game based on that at this point. Now it's just they have a business model that seems to work for them 
which is just getting more people to buy the game and releasing it on more platforms. Yeah. Uh, and they just kind of make content that they think is cool. Final Fantasy fourteen actively responds to its player base. I don't yeah. know anything about what Apex Legends is doing. I but... don't know anything about Apex Legends, Destiny, Destiny 2, or Fortnite. I just I know that Fortnite did just come out with a uh, the Unreal Engine five implementation of Fortnite. Fortnite just in general it is kind of in the same spot as No Man's Sky, where they just keep like changing fundamental aspects of the game in really cool ways. It's just that none of that really involves the community in any meaningful way. Yeah, at least not from what I can tell. All right, uh, best mobile game. Uh, Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. And the winner was Marvel Snap. That is a card game, and we'll, we'll move on. I don't care. It's, uh, all those, none of them are vampire survivors, so we're moving on. Um, <laughs> best independent game. Again, I have to disagree with this. We've got Cult of the Lamb, uh, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic, and Stray won. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Game Awards. Yeah, Cult of the Lamb definitely should have won that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it, it should have either been that or actually just any of them, any of them other than Stray. Like, <laughs> yeah, not to shit on Stray, but it's just like that's not much of a game compared to any of the others. Yeah, uh, we've got games for impact. I assume these are games that have like some sort of overarching message Is that yeah okay uh, this is always a throwaway category yeah in a memoir blue ask dusk falls citizen sleeper endling extinction is forever hindsight i was a teenage eco colonist exo colonist exo colonist uh and the winner was ask dusk falls and i played that game and it was the weird narrative game that had like That's... little pictures. Like it was like kind of <laughs> 3D. So like some stuff would move in the background, but like your character image was still and it would like shift between between their react. It was weird. It's like a motion comic. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a motion comic. Um, and it was all right. Um, I think I killed somebody. So. That's that shows you how much I remember about the game, and I I made it so that the guy was very lonely at the end of the game, because he he made his girlfriend not go to Canada with him. Anyway, uh, wow, I'm I'm ruining the game, ruining it for everyone. Best narrative. Well, I just meant wow, what a what an impactful story. Yeah, best narrative: A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West and Immortality. And the winner is God of War Ragnarok. Man, I wish I would well, play this game. Yeah, I just somehow doubt it. I just somehow doubt that. Because, uh, for one, Immortality's narrative is fucking incredible. Is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's from the Her Story guy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, but also, like, Elden Ring is a Souls-like game and therefore has an insane narrative. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got, we got uh, 
Elden Ring, I guess, has a good narrative. Um, it was made by who? What's his name? George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I could see that being, you know, some somebody that they lean into for for a good narrative. Which it's weird that he didn't. It's weird that they won the RPG category, but not the narrative category. But uh, innovation. In accessibility, we've got Ask Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. And the winner is God of War Ragnarok. I have no idea why, but I guess it's very accessible. Did did they have a lot of accessibility features in Ragnarok? I know absolutely nothing. Okay. Best maybe audio... It's, maybe their innovation is that the characters just nag you constantly. Yeah. I heard one thing, one complaint I heard about that game was that the uh, the sun doesn't shut the heck up. No, no one shuts up. Oh, okay. Every everyone like you go into a puzzle and the game just immediately tells you how to solve the puzzle. Well, that's that's helpful. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the accessibility. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like oh, okay. it's it's the the game just immediately tells you how to win the game. We've got Best Audio Design, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. And the Best Audio Design goes to God of War, Ragnarok. Jeebus. It's just winning everything. I, again, somehow doubt that considering Gran Turismo 7 is a Gran Turismo game. Mm -hmm. And those are like legendary, you know, with their audio, but whatever. Staying with audio. Let's give all the rewards. It's a fucking God of War Ragnarok because it's, you know, it's the God of War game this year. No, not all of them. We're going to move on. Best score. Not all of them. uh, Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And of course, Metal Hellsinger did not win because God of War Ragnarok won. I mean, Metal Hellsinger shouldn't have won best score. This is probably any, not any stretch of the imagination. That no. said, pretty sure Elden Ring should have won. I'm just, I'm just gonna fucking say, I'm pretty sure Elden Ring should have won best score, but that's okay. That's all right. Best art direction, we've got Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Um, Elden Ring won. They got, they got Scorn, best art. Scorn direction. would have been, Scorn should have been like a, like a Scorn and Stray both good. Good yeah. contenders in this category. I, I would say, like, because for me, like, I look at Elden Ring, and I see just like any of the other Dark Souls games. Now it is open and brighter, but I think that Scorn and Stray have a much more unique art direction than something like Elden Ring. I think Elden or, Ring executes well. Like, it it's you're right. Like, it, it is another from soft game like it just looks like that mm-hmm. but i don't think that necessarily means that it doesn't look impressive all right but we are, yeah we're almost done here we've got a, a few more categories Thank left fuck best ongoing game we got apex legends destiny 2 uh the witch king or, i'm sorry the witch queen final fantasy 14 and walker fortnite and genshin impact best ongoing game goes to final fantasy 14 that makes sense um best multiplayer uh, I'm just going to skip because it doesn't matter. Best best multiplayer is Splatoon 3. I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, best performance. Uh, this is for like a uh, actor. So Acting. we've got Ashley Birch, 
from Horizon Forbidden Thank West. Fuck, she didn't win. Charlotte oh. McBurney from A Plague Tale Requiem. Christopher Judge from God of War Ragnarok. Manon Gage from Immortality. And Sonny Sulajic from God of War Ragnarok. We got two from God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> and Christopher Judge from God of War Ragnarok. One, why did you not want Ashley Birch to win? I don't like her. Oh. I don't think that she's a good actress. I don't. Okay. Uh, and then we got two more categories left. We got Best Game Direction, which could go to Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, or Stray. Man, we're hearing the same games listed a lot <laughs> tonight. Uh, and the winner went to Elden Ring. I don't even know what the fuck that category means. Um, I don't know either, because like Best Art Direction, I totally get. But Best Game Direction? Like... Who uh, was the best director of game? I, I what? I guess. Okay. And then game of the year, uh, we've got A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And the winner was Elden Ring. So Not a big surprise. Apparently, everybody likes Elden Ring except for me. Uh, I want to know... Like, who paid to put a Plague Tale Requiem in all of these categories? Because I don't know of anyone, like Game Outlet or otherwise, who even commented on the fact Plague Tale Requiem released. Or, let or, alone... like, or Xenoblade Chronicles 3, while it is, I would say, probably one of the best RPGs of the year, I don't think that... It, no, no one was going to vote for that for Game of the Year. Nobody, yeah, nobody's voting for that for Game of the Year. It, it's either going to be... Stray. Yeah, it's either gonna be God of War Ragnarok or Elden Ring. Yeah, and I, I, there are like, there may, maybe there are like five people who would have voted for Horizon Forbidden West because all they play are like just everything that Sony releases first party. Yeah, but God of War Ragnarok, I think, should have got Game of the Year. But that's that's me. I don't, I don't no, know. No, you don't. Yeah, yes, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, get out of here. I think I think God of War Ragnarok is probably a better and more enjoyable time than Elden Ring. If you're a maybe if you're a plebeian, yeah, exactly. If I don't Fucking hate plebeian, I don't hate myself, so I don't like Souls games. Fucking uh, plebeian. Okay, and they they also fucking. We're moving on, Aroa. Plebeian. They also throughout, so they'll they'll like have a category, and then they'll be like, and here's seven trailers, and then they'll do another category, and um. We're not going to talk about all of the trailers. We've done that, that in the past, and it usually just boils down to like, oh, it, this game sucks. So uh, I've, I've chosen a few mention, things. We, huh? just spent like, we just spent like almost 45 minutes going through something that somebody could have watched on YouTube in five. We just did that. We did do that, yes. Um, but we are going to go and we're going to talk about a couple of the trailers. Uh, I have four that I want to talk about. I don't know if you have any you want to talk about. Um, so I've, the first thing first is they're coming out with a new Hades, which looks yeah fantastic. Hades 2. Um, and I don't know if they, they have a release date on that, but they, they do have it announced that Hades 2 will be made, and I am incredibly excited for it. They did show some gameplay. It looks very similar, but it also looks like you're playing a different... You're not playing Zagreus. You're playing somebody else. In, no, you're playing some 2. chick. Yeah. But I am going to play that game so much. 
I remember when that game came out and my friend uh, Rogish Bard recommended that to me. And I was like, I'll give it a try. And I was like, man, I love this game. It is fantastic. Um, they also have a trailer for Armored Core. They're, they're, From Software is making a new Armored Core game. And I looked, at, I looked at some of the comments and they're like, please don't be a soul like souls like <laughs> no i don't think they would i i it's probably they have some team internally that's like bored of making souls like games and they're like fine we'll let you make an armored core game goodness uh but they had zero gameplay so it just it's just a uh like a cg trailer it's probably uh, just in the concept phases right now oh yeah probably so it'll probably be a couple few years before that actually releases and they also had this one actually did have some gameplay called Judas. Did you watch the trailer for Judas? I did not. It it's it is exactly Bioshock. Bioshock. Not Ooh. even not even hiding it a little bit. Like all of the artwork, it looks like you're in Rapture. Oh, oh man! Oh, it's so smooth. It looks oh. so good. Oh, oh wow! There's like pure feel-good chemicals coming out of my brain right now just looking at how smooth the animation is. Oh, it does. It says here, according to Jeff... Um, Holy shit. Everything that we saw in the trailer was in-engine. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Like, this was... Yeah. Oh, this looks amazing. Yeah. So, uh, I'll probably get that. It, it, it does. I, I would be surprised if it's not just in the Bioshock universe, but... It probably legally can't be. No, it can't be. Unless they've somehow secured the rights to use that universe. They, they like, licensed it from... Who owns it? Take-Two? 2K? Yeah, which means that there's no way they're licensing that. No. And the other game I wanted to talk about was Crime Boss City. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you didn't mention that, I was going to. It's... Uh, according to this, it looks like it's a heist game, so it may be similar to like Payday or Payday Two. Yeah. Um, but it has a lot of big name actors in it, so uh, I don't have them in front of me. Give me just a second here. Crime. Come on. Why are you not working? Crime. There we go. Um, Crime Boss City. It has. Uh, I know it has as Vanilla Ice, <laughs> which is a big one. Got uh, Kim Bassinger, Michael Madsen, Danny Glover, Michael Rooker, uh, and Vanilla Ice. Oh, it also has Chuck Norris. <laughs> okay, it's, why not? It's silly, very silly. And uh, yeah, I mean, it looks looks like it's gonna be a fun time. Are you interested in this game? Oh yeah, yeah. I I am so down for another payday sort of game. So I wish payday would just release payday two. I don't even know if it's still. I mean, they say it's still being three. Made. Yeah, pay, oh, a payday three. Yeah, but they they say it's being made. Oh, Danny. They they don't mention Danny Trejo is going to be in it as well. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, he's in everything. Uh. Yeah, it looks it looks. I I I perked up a little bit watching the trailer, and they're like, "And Vanilla Ice." <laughs> That's who I want to do 
do runs with, you know, trying to steal from jewelry stores. Vanilla Ice. It's cool, though, because that that indicates, like, the sort of feel that they're going for. Mm -hmm. And it means they're not going to take it too seriously, which means that they're probably going to be willing. Assuming the game is successful, like I hope it is, uh, they're going to be willing to do crazy shit later on down the line. I always like that in games. Yeah, so some further info found that on the Epic Game Store reveals that it's a heist FPS. So those familiar with Payday might... Uh, want to keep an eye on it. You won't need to wait long uh, to start heisting as it launches March 28th, 2023. So that's that's good, right? Who's uh, who's publishing it? Does... I we, we might be able to go to Epic and look it up. Let's, oh, let's... it's on Epic Games? Uh, that's what it says. It says some further info found on the Epic Game Store. I don't know Dang. if it's going to be exclusive to Epic, but I, judging from judging from a lot of the games that have released recently that say Epic Games, it might be uh, exclusive to Epic for a, a month or you know twelve uh, a while. I'm loading up Epic Games right now. It's from 505 Games. Crime Boss. Roxay City. I'm sorry. Roxay City. Roxay City. Um, at, yeah, 505 Games. I don't know who. And the developer is in-game studios. So. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, and of course. Probably. Oh, here's another thing. Here's another thing. If you look at Epic Games. The pre-purchase price is thirty-one ninety-nine, and the full retail price is forty bucks. Oh, so okay. that's that's good. It's not going to be a sixty or seventy-dollar game, so that's yeah. pretty great. Okay, and did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Any any other trailers uh, you wanted to talk about? Uh, did the Transformers one throw you off? Because it threw me off. It didn't throw... Well, remember, I, I did not watch it live. Oh, yeah. So, so I, I, I just it, saw it. Watching it live, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this some kind of, like, new franchise? And then, like, in the part where the, the fucking robot hand comes off from the side, and I'm like, why does that look like fucking Bumblebee from Transformers? And then it's like, Transformers, reactivate! And I'm like, what? Because it's like, like I'm not huge into Transformers, but I like the idea of it being like a more. Will you, will you stop? Will you stop, cat? Or come here. There you go. Anyway, I like the idea of a Transformers thing that's like it's aliens and it's like a like a hardcore shooter thing. That sounds really neat. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw that. I don't know exactly what it has because again, it's not a real trailer. It's not a gameplay trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's not. But it it is like it's a very interesting concept just on the surface. So I'm ho- I'm hoping that it's going to be cool. Yeah, let's hope. But we are going to move on to our last story. Uh, which I think like, you want to talk about. Oh, done. Oh, oh, you, you're not done. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Okay, fine, fine, fine. 
uh, Atomic Heart got a new trailer. I saw that. It still looks really fucking good. Good. Like, I'm so goddamn hyped for that game. Isn't that, is that the one where you're on a spaceship? No, it's, uh, it's, it's like Soviet Bioshock. Oh, okay. Like, More Bioshock. Got it. Yeah, it's, 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 so it's like, yeah, like it's, you're, you're in like stalker world, like alternate history sort of thing. Uh, maybe I'm, uh, no, because Soviet Fallout's not accurate because it's like, there's a lot of sci-fi tech going on. Like it, ju- it just looks really fucking cool. Um, and I, I like the, I like the Soviet era alternate history shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, looks great. Um, uh, did you did Banisher's Ghost of New Eden? Did you see that? I did. I've watched all the trailers. Okay, I, I've watched you're, all you're, of them. You remember anything? You remember what that was? Not even a little bit. No. There's, there's. I don't think there's any gameplay because why would there be? But like, there may be like two seconds of gameplay. But um, it's oh, a... that's the that's the one made by Life is Strange creators. Yeah. So I'm I'm really curious to see what they do there. Just cuz they're a studio that hasn't made anything that's, you know, like a a game before. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm kind of curious to see what they what they do there. Um they're stepping and... they're stepping into a brand new frontier, actually making video games. Yeah. Uh and it was cool to see more about Nightingale cuz I'm actually kind of excited about Nightingale. Okay. And they they showed off some gameplay. I didn't know that it was first person. Oh. Um and it looks like there's going to be a lot of really crazy shit that you get to do in like a survival game. Uh and there's like giants and like giant vampire things, bat things and like plants tree giant tree monster like it just it looks really unique and cool and i'm i guess i'm i'm just a sucker for like anything that has a different art style from like other games like like something that actually looks inspired for once instead of just it's cyberpunk or it's post apocalypse mm-hmm. or it's minecraft does it have a release date uh i don't think so other than uh sometime in 2023 looks like it's early 2023 so so speaking of which for the last the last thing for the trailers i want to talk about is that it looks like final fantasy 16 launches june 22nd 2023 for the ps5 Uh and it says there was a little box that said it can't come to other platforms until december 31st 2023 interesting so it's that's... it's got a like a six month exclusive deal with with sony for the playstation huh. 5 that which sucks. i i which i was like wait a minute like they they haven't done that in a long time like you know 20 years <laughs> but anyway our our last uh, story unless you had another okay. one you wanted to talk about i do i do i want to i want to mention meet your maker because uh, that reminds me of a game that I was really interested in that flopped really hard. It was this Ubisoft game uh, called the the like something Epic Loot, whatever the hell it's the, called. The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. 
that was it. That was That's it. exactly uh, what I thought when I saw that game. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited for something like that. Like I'm, I I, I want that to go well. So with this, we'll just so you know, with this trailer, if you haven't watched it yet, basically, I don't know your friends will. Or or other people will like set up their base and you're trying to infiltrate their base. Yeah. And steal their stuff. And yes. you I think I think what has to be done, at least what happened with Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, is that you had to be able to beat the base. Like you had to mm-hmm. kinda like with Mario Maker, you have to be able to beat the level before somebody else can play it. Because they, they it has to at least say that you can it actually has to be beat possible. the possible. Yeah. You can't just make an impossible level and then push it. So it looks. But it's like they're. It looks. It, it looks like it's going to be like a super like high speed boomer shooter take on that genre, mm-hmm. and that seems like it's going to be really fucking cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A li- I'm hesitantly excited for it, and I don't think that yeah. has a uh, release date either. No, it's it's like most of the other things. It's sometime in 2023, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last story, final story uh, about Bill Clinton. Tell me, tell me about Bill Clinton, Aroa. So, so at the end of the Game Awards, whenever uh, fucking From Software was up on stage accepting their award for Game of the Year, uh, this kid snuck up on stage alongside them, pretending to be part of the entourage and then waited until they were done and then walked up to the microphone and said, I, I would like to nominate this uh, award to my good friend, uh, Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Like, uh, th- did he say it with that voice? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And I know that, that Connor has been hopped up on NyQuil. And he said that he he left the game awards on, and then woke up, and saw somebody talking about Bill Clinton, and then fell back asleep and thought he had a fever dream. <laughs> but in reality, it, somebody just hide. I like that he was able, like, because he is dressed kind of like he yeah. would fit in with them. And so did he just stand there for like the whole thing, and then once they were yes. done accepting, like they didn't say yeah. anything. No, they didn't. They they had no. They seemed to have no idea. And, and then he just he just kind of walked up because he just had this air of like, ah, yes, he's supposed to be part of this group. Yeah, yeah. Like he he, he looks like he would fit in. Like, like just just standing there, right? Being like, yeah, like <laughs> nodding his head. Not, yeah. Not then he just comes a... up and he does this stupid voice and like, yeah. But apparently. Uh, this kid has actually done this sort of thing in the past. Mm. Um, there was a there's a moment in 2019 where the uh, that he he was sitting there like waiting for the camera to end up on him at an NBA game, uh, and the camera gets on him. Uh, and it looks like he's he's just wearing a shirt with like the the sports team. But oh. then he immediately ho- holds up a different T-shirt that says "Fight for Freedom, Stand with Hong Kong." <laughs> I love that. I love. I. I. 
absolutely love when when people do stuff like that or like at wrestling events uh when people hold up really bad signs and like the ca- <laughs> you can tell the camera has to like cut away from that like section of the crowd uh it's fantastic um uh, how old is and, this kid do you know um let me see if they, this article says they did say that he got arrested which was a um, lie which uh, I don't know he, if that was not, I, I I think they That was Jeff Keeley saying that. Yeah, he said that they got arrested. Uh, he probably was misinformed. Um Yeah, they the cops probably just took him to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Basically, like they probably took him to the side and it's like, "Come on, man. Like you need to not do this. We'll fire we'll file a report, but this isn't going anywhere." Like they're not going to sue or anything. So, I yeah, because he he looks young. No one actually knows for sure who this kid is. Oh, okay. Uh, so. Kotaku believes that it is a kid named Matan Even, but no one's totally sure. He's just shown up in various places. He did the same thing uh, as with the sports thing at the NBA, but at BlizzCon 2019. I am uh, where he, he I, I I'm reading some of the tweets. He he apparently ran up uh at the QA panel for World of Warcraft and just yelled free Hong Kong. Oh well that's good. I'm surprised he didn't say something about that uh during his Elden Ring acceptance speech. <laughs> uh but reading one of the tweets it says, I can't believe Miyazaki got invaded during his acceptance speech. Which I think it's good because because it's Elden Ring and you get invaded and then you die because the other people are better than you. Yeah. That, or that's some, or that's what people, happens to me. Some people were were saying that they got invaded on stage. It's yeah. Good. Uh but yeah, so uh that was the end of the game awards was some kid coming up and and crashing Elden Ring's party. I want to thank you for being here, Roa. I was I was here. Here it and, was. And I will uh I I I want to thank myself for being here cuz I was here as well. And we will be back next week talking about more video games and technology news. Hopefully not so many game awards, but we'll see. Thank you for being here. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.